Warning! This podcast contains adult language and content. If you have sensitive ears, offend easily, or have no sense of humor, <laughs> well, this podcast ain't for you. You have been warned. Welcome back to the We Ain't Getting Out Alive podcast. I am your host, Ashley. How the hell are you? Me, I am doing A-OK. Today is Friday, April 2nd. We have officially sprung into spring. We've hit that daylight savings where we spring forward and lose an hour of sleep, which completely sucks because I do love my sleep. Sleeping is one of my favorite things to do. Feeding myself and sleeping. Those are my two favorite things to do, hence why I'm so big. But anywho, we have hit the one-year mark of COVID. Our two-week stay-at-home has evolved into one year. That first two weeks was wonderful. I didn't have to get up and put on regular pants to go to work. I could work remote in my PJs. I loved it. Fast forward to a year later, I'm still wearing PJs and working from home. I do go into the office one week, pretty much a month, and I'm, I have to say that I don't like wearing regular pants anymore. If it doesn't have an elastic waistband, I'm not interested in wearing it because, you know, when you go to college, you get like the college, uh, the freshman 15. I have gotten the COVID I don't know how many pounds because we're afraid to look. <laughs> But if it doesn't have an elastic waistband, I am not interested in wearing it. So all of my work pants that I do decide to wear right now do have elastic waistbands. So I am a little more comfortable when I'm at work. But who the hell wants to put on regular pants? Because I sure as shit don't. I'm on a new rotation at work. So now when I go into the office, there are actual human beings that I can look in the face and have a conversation with. I am enjoying this thing that we call human interaction. If I didn't have any type of human interaction, I think I'd lose my mind, which I have a little bit during this COVID period because I have gone amounts at two weeks, three weeks, almost a month at a time without actually having face-to-face conversations in person with someone. Now, I talk to my parents every day through video chat, but there's something a little different between video chat and actually being in public with another human being interacting, having conversation. I have decided that as much as I say I hate people, I really do enjoy good people, good company, good conversation. I definitely need that to stay sane. So I am enjoying this new rotation that I'm on at work. So we are a year into it and we are still supposed to be wearing masks. There are still people that refuse to wear masks. I myself wear a mask every time I go into a public establishment. I am not a sheep. However, I do listen to professionals. If professionals are telling me that I need to wear a mask, I will put a mask on. So I wear the damn mask. Now, there are some folks that don't believe in wearing the mask, that the mask isn't going to help, or that they're not going to get sick. They're invincible to each its own. You know, you don't wear your mask as much as you want to 
I'm going to keep mine on. You may think that I am absolutely stupid for wearing a mask, but that's okay. That's your opinion. I think you're stupid for not wearing one, but whatevs. We have our own opinions. We will agree to disagree on this one, okay? There are folks that go into establishments that clearly state on the door, the window, whatever entrance you're going into that says face coverings required. If you're not wearing something, they are going to refuse service. Sometimes they don't refuse. Sometimes they will. If they're really enforcing what it says, don't get mad if you're not wearing a face covering and you go into a store and they decide that they don't want to serve you. Don't get mad. That's what it says on the door, on the window, whatever. It says face covering required for service. Oops, you're not wearing a mask. So somebody says, I'm not going to serve you. Here we go with the memes and the videos being posted online of people losing their ever loving shit because they are not wearing a mask and they are not being served. I've seen so many videos online of people losing it all over the place because they are not wearing their mask and they're being told that they're not going to be served. It's like it's a brand new thing. It's been happening for a year. You can potty train a toddler faster than you can get some of these people to wear masks or believe that a mask can help. Now, it may not be important to you to wear a mask, but it may be important to your grandmother, your mother, anybody that's elderly, anybody that has a a compromised immune system, excuse me, it may be important to them. If you have any folks in your life like that, just think about them. Don't just think about yourself. Think about the people that it could be impacting. Wear the fucking mask. Don't throw a fit in public and dance a jig because somebody's not serving you coffee at Starbucks because you're not wearing a face covering or if you're asked to leave from someplace because you're not wearing one. Every business has the right to refuse service. It's like the whole no shoes, no shirt, no service type thing. Now it's no shoes, no shirt, no mask, no service. Just throw the mask in there on top of those other two things. You wear shoes and a shirt into a store, right? Or dress, jacket, whatever, you're covered. Just think of the same thing as your, as putting on a mask, shirt, shoes, mask. There we go. We can go into a store and get served. I am a believer that the scientists that spend their time studying these things are probably telling me the truth. I, (laughs) I want to believe what the professionals and the scientists say. So I believe that this vaccine could help. So I know a lot of people that have been fully inoculated. My, my mom is, my dad's on his way to being fully, I'm on my way. I got a shot this week for the very first one. I woke up the day after feeling a little achy, a little crappish, but as the day went on, I started to feel a little bit better. So I didn't have a terrible, you know, side effect from it. It, it wasn't really too bad, but it made me extremely tired. So I spent the day sleeping, which when I woke up, I felt much better when I woke up the next day after that. I believe that these vaccines are going to help with getting it under control, just like it does for the regular flu. You get a flu shot. Some people don't get the flu shot and they're just fine. That's the same thing with COVID. Some people can come in contact with somebody with it and be absolutely fine. They may be asymptomatic or they don't get it at all, but you never know. It's all a crapshoot. So if you decide to get the vaccine, 
good for you. If you decide not to, good for you. That's your choice. Again, with the same thing with wearing a mask. It's your choice to do so. I'm doing it because I have elderly parents that fall into a specific category that their immune systems may be compromised. And I also have asthma, so I'm getting it just to try and help myself out. I will, you know, keep getting it if it's something that, they, that they're going to end up offering annually and say you should get it just like your regular flu shot. I'll keep getting it. I want to make sure that I'm as healthy as can be going into my parents' home so I'm not spreading it to them. My best friends have all gotten their shots. I'm very happy about that because I can hang out with them. They're not worried about being around me because I spend majority of my time alone in my apartment with my dog. I'm not going out and putting myself into, into situations anymore where I can potentially be carrying the virus with me. Um, I, I try to be as careful as possible. I go in the grocery store. I get what I need. I come out. I sanitize. I you know, I'm washing my hands and using uh, hand sanitizer all the time. My skin is about to flake off of my hands because my hands are so dry from all the cleaning. But I follow the rules. I follow the directions, I should say. They're not necessarily rules, but I follow the directions to try to be as safe as possible. I also know some people that have been in the past a, I'm not wearing a mask, you can't make me, blah, blah, blah. And they've gotten COVID and spent weeks in the hospital, some put on ventilators, some just having a very difficult time breathing and with the threat of being put on a ventilator, they've come out of the hospital and have completely changed their tone. They're now saying that you should wear a mask. It can infect anybody at any time. It can impact your life. It could take your life. Yeah, you, you should have listened to fir- in the first place. It's not rocket science, folks. It's just wear the fucking mask. That's it. Just wear the mask. That's all you have to do. (laughs) You don't have to be a true believer after you've gotten it or after somebody that you know has gotten it and died from it. You don't have to be a true believer then. Just believe that it's there to protect you. And it may not be 100% effective, but it's probably way more effective than just standing there talking face-to-face, spitting on each other. You know, there's microscopic particles that fly out of your mouth when you talk, and I know for sure that I have them, so I make sure that I'm wearing my mask when I speak to other people. I cannot wait until I am fully vaccinated. That means that I can take a trip to Florida and visit one of my best friends that lives in Florida with her mother. Her mother is obviously older in the older generation, the um, folks that are impacted most by COVID. So I'm very excited that all of us will be completely vaccinated and I can take a drive down to Florida and hang out for a few days and have a quote unquote real vacation time. Then we can start doing real travel again once the world cases start going down even more. Hopefully this vaccine being offered in the United States and anywhere else that it may be being offered now will help start bringing all the numbers down and we can get back to somewhat normalcy. I know that we will never go back to complete normal as in pre-COVID, but maybe we can get to a brand new normal where we can leave the house and go into public establishments without having to wear masks. We don't have to social distance. We can go back to being able to be in restaurants full capacity. Businesses can start making their money again. I know that um, there's a couple of restaurants in my hometown that uh, I know are 
are not chain restaurants. They're owned by people that I know, and they have taken hits due to COVID. A lot of them jumped on the bandwagon of delivery, being a part of the um, Grubhub, Uber Eats, Postmates, um, DoorDash. Take, they took advantage of being a part of those kinds of um, groups in order to get their food out. So they still were making some money during the pandemic before the restaurants opened back up. And they're still doing it. They're still being, you know, having the delivery services at their disposal so they can use, so they can still offer food to those that don't want to leave the house but want restaurant food. I think it was a great thing that they jumped on the bandwagon for that. It makes it so much easier to continue to do somewhat of normal business, especially for the kitchen folks. One of my favorite places to go to at home right now is called CJ Finn's. This is back in Manassas in Virginia. And it's owned by a guy that I went to school with and um, and his brother-in-law. I absolutely adore going in there because there are some servers that I've known throughout the years that give absolute great service. The drinks are great. The food, it's seafood. The food is amazing. I love the salmon. I love their scallops. I love everything. <laughs> they have great fried oysters and I only eat fried oysters because I can't do the whole oysters on the half shell, slimy jokers. Deep fry my my oysters for me, please. Thank you. <laughs> but shout out to uh, CJ Finn's in Manassas, Virginia, because you do have some banging ass food. And I will be back as soon as I return to Manassas again. I want people to know that this year has been, this past year has been very difficult, not just for me. I know it's been very difficult for other folks. And there have been a lot of people that have taken their lives during COVID, whether it is COVID related or it's just mental illness. There have been a lot of people that have taken their lives and it, it's just terrible that we get to that point that we think that there's nothing else to live for, that things aren't going to get better. They can't get better. I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm going to go ahead and end it. I, I've, I feel for the folks that get to that point at one point in my depression early on, I had thought about suicide and I would run through the options of ways that I could, you know, do it. And everything came back to, I couldn't do that to my parents. So I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones that could snap out of it and, and realize that, that it doesn't just impact me, that it is going to impact other folks as well. I know some people are not that lucky that they don't have that, that trigger that's, that's going to set, set off, you know, breaking the chain of thought of, of suicide. There are some, some people that just can't move past it. And I feel for their families. I feel for them. I'm sorry if you've lost anyone during the pandemic, um, whether it's because of COVID itself or um, because of mental illness and people have taken their lives. I, uh, you're in my thoughts and I'm sorry that you had to deal with that during this tragic time. On a brighter note, this weekend is Easter and I can't help but in my head giggle and think about a story that my mother told me some years back from when I was little and it was around Easter time 
She took my sister and I to the local pharmacy, which was called People's Drug at the time. It's now CVS. And she told us to pick an Easter basket. Well, I told her, no, I was going to wait for the Easter bunny. She said it a couple more times and I kept telling her, no, I'm going to wait for the Easter bunny. It had to have been a long day at work for her because she lost all of her shit in the middle of the store. She turned and looked at me and said, I am the fucking Easter bunny. Now pick a basket or you get nothing. I can only imagine that if anybody else heard this in the store, that A, they were horrified or B, they were giggling their asses off. I know I had a look of horror on my face and I finally picked the basket, but I didn't understand at that time that the Easter bunny was my mom, that the Easter bunny was my dad, that our parents were doing those things. <laughs> I, ho I hope you don't have any children listening to this that still believe in the Easter bunny. I apologize if you do. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> But my mother lost her ever-loving shit because of a lie that they were telling us about some damn bunny that was going to come and bring us a basket full of candy that I told her I was going to wait for the fucking Easter bunny. And she turned out to be the fucking Easter bunny. <laughs> I don't know if you find that to be as funny as I do, but I found it to be hilarious. And every Easter, we still talk about it because it is funny. And I call her the Easter bunny because she said she was the Easter bunny. At that point, I didn't know that she was Santa Claus. I didn't know that she was a tooth fairy. She's held so many jobs in her life that it's just not even funny. She's, you know, been mom, Santa, Easter bunny, tooth fairy. I, you know, there's probably some jobs that I don't even know that she's had. But she was a good Easter bunny, a good Santa Claus, and a good tooth fairy. Not as good as the tooth fairies these days because I'm seeing kids getting um, 5, 10, 20, dollars maybe even more for a, a small tooth that they lost and i'm thinking well they they're making bank i was making change if you move too quick in the morning after you put a tooth under the pillow you knocked all your change in the floor <laughs> anyway thank you for listening to this episode i appreciate it you can find us on twitter at ain't getting out alive and on instagram we ain't getting out alive please follow please rate subscribe, help other people find this podcast. I really, uh, truly adore everyone that listens to this podcast. I, I know it's small and it's just me doing it right now, but I really do thank everyone from the bottom of my heart for listening. I am doing this in a therapeutic way for myself is to be able to get thoughts out and share things with the world. So thank you so very much for listening and I'll see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.